And now that we all know it's not a death curse. Room Radio is on the air, bitches. My name is Darian. I am back for another week of horror bullshit right to your face holes. I'm not alone this week, though. Jason Harrell is back, everybody. I am back. What's going on, big fella? We missed you. Oh, boy. It's been a while. It has. It's been a month, I believe. Yeah. Is your microphone on? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. Speak up a little bit. Are your ears on? I think so. Look, I'm deep-throating this Can you deep-throat it a little bit more? I don't know what you want. Why are you so low, Daddy-O? Let me crank you up here. I think it's already cranked up. I think you're right. Okay. You've complained about it before. Uh, I have verified with Sarah when you've complained, and she says it's never low on her end. <laughs> Perfect. So I think it's your old man ears. Uh, it could be that, or my World War II surplus podcasting uh, <laughs> get-up that I've got here. Yeah. Who knows? Tune in Tokyo. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You yeah. had the COVID. Had the COVID. You had the Rona. I think that's the unofficial fourth time. Okay. Uh, it's never been a big deal except for once, and yeah. that wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a fucking cold. Yeah, dude. So, that's all it is. No big deal. I wasn't worried about it. Yeah, I wasn't sweating it. No, forget then it. And you had a house full of in-laws. I did, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Did uh, you guys uno- do anything? Uneventful. Yeah. Went over to uh, Sarah's parents. Turkey, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. A little nice. small get-together, a little food. Nice. We had everybody over here. I made a beef burgundy, Jason Harrell. How'd that turn out? Uh, it was it was a little strong. Yeah, a little too much burgundy. <laughs> yeah. I think not enough beef. <laughs> was it Ron Burgundy? <laughs> that that was probably that would have been nice. It smelled of rich mahogany <laughs> and a Wells vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. I think uh, I married. Well, you did, I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. You basically marinate beef in red wine for two days, and then you bas- and then you make a stew out of it. Sounds terrible. It was way too much red wine for me. Yeah. Uh, I need like a lesser red winey taste. Yeah. Because it, it, I felt like I was getting hammered eating the stew. You know? Maybe, maybe just soak it in ripple next time. That, oh, yeah. Let's go. With, let's get some grape mad dog. <laughs> Gross. Ooh. We won't make it to dinner. Nasty, man. Well, I'm glad you're feeling well. Yeah. Glad we, you're doing okay. Yeah, a lot. The shit, it was... I think uh, right before Halloween was the last time I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been since, about a since month. Since then, we've had the the last, well, I assume the last uh, takedown of Halloween. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh, it went fine. Nice. Yeah, got everything put away, and now we just got to figure out the logistics of moving it all back east. That's going to be an issue, man. It will be an issue. Yeah. But that's okay. We're getting rid of a lot of shit. And Get a rider truck, I think, is your best bet. Uh 
probably going to just hire like have a semi truck drop off a trailer and there you go have them take yeah the whole fucking yeah thing. that's what I'm saying yeah. the easiest way to go about it I'd say. Right on, dude. Well, we got uh, the usual shit show to get into. We got horror news and listener mail. We got some movies to talk about. We're going to get uh, what goth erotic tonight, Jason. You picked a good night to come back. Yeah. Yeah, lots of boobies. Lots of boobies. And uh, blood. And uh, uh, weirdly... You, you think those things would make for a good movie. Pudgy vampire guy. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure. I think he was a doctor, but who knows? He looked very morose. <laughs> He did. Like the saddest Dracula ever. Ah, I mean, he needed to get in shape. He was looking for love in all the wrong places. He wasn't. Lo- he was hoping love was looking for him. <laughs> Luckily, a porno set rolled on rolled into town. All right, we got horror news to get into here, man. Okay, you're blowing our cover. You're 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 burying the lead, as they say. I'm hooking them. Yeah, hey, I'm making them stick around. Yeah, that's what it is. Horror news. horror news yeah buddy you got anything nope all righty uh well i got some good news for you all right try to keep your pants on okay too late the exorcist believer yes (laughs) yeah coming to blu-ray all that and 4k (laughs) in december did you pre-order nope are you looking for a steel book no are you? I had a still book a pre-order before I saw it. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Did, did you then cancel? I saw it and I canceled. I don't blame you. That's a bad movie. It wasn't good. It's not good. Uh, I'm I, not. I'm we, not even going to say I'm not mad at it because I'm actually a little upset with this one. Yeah, if I wasn't looking at it through the lens of, you know, a direct sequel, um, maybe it was at least your average possession movie. Yeah. That they tried to shoehorn. But unfortunately, they yeah. sold it as a direct sequel. Which it is not. It's a very poor attempt at one. We've already taken a fat dump on it. Let's, yeah. we'll, we'll, one day we'll do an Exorcist fat dump series. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no, we will not, probably. <laughs> I don't want to revisit that. I'll tell you who I do want to revisit. What? Timothy Oliphant. Mm, Ollie Fantastic. Is that, that, that's, he's a hot guy. He's a hottie. <laughs> uh, he has joined the cast of the new FX Alien series. Mm. I'm into that. That means it's probably going to be pretty good. He's, he does good work. Speaking of FX, I'm hmm. actually re- watching the current season of American Horror Story. Okay. Uh, New York? Yeah. It's very Rosemary's oh, Baby. Uh, delicate. Uh, delicate. Yes. I st- I'm like three seasons behind. I'm going to get caught up no, at some point. Won't. I am going to do it. No, you I'm going to book like a American Horror Weekend and... Probably watch three episodes, and then my kids <laughs> will come most. in and ruin everything like they always do. Uh, here's some good news for me. Scream 7, no longer starring Melissa Barrera. It's all that. I like that. Uh, I think You hated a, her. I hated her, man. Yeah. She's not an actress. <laughs> she looks good. She's a very attractive young lady, but she could not act her way out of a wet paper towel. Yeah. It's terrible. It was pretty bad. Uh, God. I've seen worse. I well, of course. I mean, we sat through Birdemic for Christ's sake. Well, hey, hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard it had something to do with anti-Semitic remarks that she made on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, I think she took supposedly took a stance. Uh, I don't know if it was. I think it was uh, a pro pro Palestinian. Yeah, but from everything I could see, nobody can find any definitive proof of it. 
Who gives a shit? Oh, I don't give I a shit. I don't fucking care. I thought she was a terrible actress. One whore's as good as the next. That's so exactly th- right. Th- rest assured, they're going to find somebody to put in that fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they don't do the character swap, actor swap. They're just going to put a lot more money in front of Nev Campbell. And old Chinzilla herself Get in there. Will, will make a, a comeback. You block-jawed freak. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a movie called Cemetery Man? Italian? I... Have the uh, the four K pre ordered? Very cool. That's just what I was going to say. Severin Films releasing Cemetery Man in four K. Yeah, with Rupert Everett commentary. I have never seen it, but everybody was really talking this movie up. I enjoyed it. it. Has probably the best set of breasts I've seen in a horror film, possibly ever. A, wor- a worthy investment. Though. They are magnificent. Yeah, I um. I had a calendar event set to pre-order that fucking thing, like, and then it went live at like midnight, and yeah, I had that thing already sold sniped out, sniped right away. Was, I don't even know if it sold out. I don't but, know, but I wasn't going to risk it. Yeah, um, I mean, everybody really seems to like it. Oh yeah, it's uh, I'm probably more of a horror comedy. There's some pretty nutty shit yeah, I going up on there. That and the sect. The sect. Yeah, I've seen it, but I can't even remember it. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm already pre-ordered. Why not pre-order? I, know. One I do the same shit. <laughs> well, I'm not going to make an order for one twenty dollar thing. Let me just go ahead and buy sixty bucks more worth of shit. <laughs> yeah. I Justi- didn't even ask. Justify for. it by spending. Yeah, money. I mean, it's twenty bucks. Might as well make it two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, it looks like Chucky is confirmed for the next DLC pack of Dead by Daylight. Nice. Yes. I don't like that guy. I don't like him either, but it'd be fun as hell watching his little yeah, little body running around. Yeah. Uh, I seen, guess swiping at people's Achilles. That's what he does. And he's got some cool uh, little moves. I guess he can slide under the pallets because that's one way you get away from the killer is dropping a pallet. Yeah. He can just slide right under those things. Nice. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. And I guess Brad Dourif actually did the voiceover. That's cool. So very cool. And that's all I got on the horror news, amigo. Okay. Listener mail. Listener mail. Yes, sir. Let's get down to Sydney, Australia. Jason Harrell. Let's do. Here comes Mr. Tim from the Dummies of Horror. G'day, mate. Subject line, it's my favorite and I don't care what you say. What's up, you beautiful people? Is this about my dick? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) He probably is, yes. What's up, you beautiful people? I suspect that Jason or Buddy or both are live on the show this week, but if I'm wrong, what's up, Darian? Hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving. Terradome, I'm going with Seth Brundle. What's a vampire going to do? Suck the fly's blood? That's a good question. That's a very good point. So let's put you down for El Brundle Fly. That's a gross movie. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's scary. It's it's kind of scary, but really just gross. Yeah, it's more, well, that's a very Cronenberg, Cronenberg way. Cronenberg, yeah, just gross More gross out. than anything. It's fucking gross. <laughs> Meat Hook, films that I love but are bad. Number three, American Werewolf in Paris. Fucking fuck, that's a bad movie. I've never seen it. It is, it, it's actually, like, the comedy is kind of kind of there, but it's, I think it was Does made, it mean to be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
but this it's like right at the opening cusp of CGI. Yeah. So those werewolves mm-hmm. are fucking stupid. It's uh, like watching uh, Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah, that that <laughs> level. Uh, yeah, it's bad for a popcorn flick that I enjoy. Number two, The Fanatic, the John Travolta movie. I've heard. The Fred Durst directed movie starring John Travolta. This one is a blast. I understand it's not great, but damn, I fucking love it. Number one, you guessed it, Jaws of Revenge. Yep. I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. I have so much nostalgia for this film. It's my favorite Christmas film. <laughs> <laughs> and just a fun movie. Turn your brain off and just jiggle with it. Sure. That's it for me. I have no idea who Darian is this week. Something about a boat. I don't know, Jaws of Revenge. That had a boat in it, right? Anyway, love you. Long time. Bye-bye. That's Tim. Thanks for writing in, Tim. All right, we got some voicemails here, stud. Let's start things off down in Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this good. week? So far, so good. Darian, you got somebody to talk to? You I do. Playing with yourself again. Uh, you Hope never all know. is well, guys. Why can't hey, I, do I both? to get in real quick. Uh, I think you got me on the educating department. This one's I a little out there. I think I've seen this flick, yeah. but uh, I, I just can't pull it right now. Okay. Um. Oh, on the Terror Dome, yeah. Jason, was it Jesse Lee? Right. Jesse Lee versus the Brundle Fly. Correct. Um, I'm going to put me down for Jesse Lee on All this right. one. Uh, I know he's just a vampire, Brundle Fly, but if I'm not mistaken, I do believe the Brundle Fly has been in the regular Terror Dome. And this was so. just for one off. But I don't know if it's. Once again, Darian just kind of, you know, decides, like, oh, no, this is an anthology. That's okay, for <laughs> here we go. It can't be an anthology. It's All right. why Brundlefly can be in this. But, but I think he's been in the Terror Dome before. He, the rules were you had to have at least two movies. That's to be true. In the, ter- the original Terror Dome, right? You're right. I don't know. Anyway, so put me down for Jesse Lee. Gotcha. Because, um, oh, on the... Um, what are you looking at, department? What do you I got? I get to catch some good flicks. Oh, nice. Well, I get to catch one good flick, okay. uh, Cocaine Bear. You uh, like I know that? most people Ugh. have seen that one. Good flick, man. Okay. A lot of fun. I-, I think it's one of those ones where if you know what you're getting into, then just fucking get into it. Enjoy the flick. It's called Cocaine it Bear. It doesn't have to be fucking <laughs> hot. How could you not you know? know? Yeah, it's you a know. fun flick. <laughs> Uh, and then after that, I was like, oh, shit, well, I'm kind of in the mood now. All so right. I was like, I'm going to give a Velocipaster. chance to that, uh, <laughs> Winnie, the Plo- uh, Winnie the Pooh <laughs> Blood and Honey. Okay. And, what uh, did that bad, huh? You know, I, all in all, I'm just going to give it an all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I, again, what are you going to do with that fucking movie or with that character, you know? Yeah. Um. I don't know why it was only the two. It was just uh, Winnie the Pooh and then the piglet. The piglet. Yeah. I don't know where like fucking Eeyore was. They the, ate him. Remember the fucking wise rabbit? Or I don't know who that is. I don't know. What it had one of my ultimate things though is huh. when the character like okay. So I don't know how to explain this. Like the critter is wearing a mask. Right. The special effect <laughs> is a mask. So the character is supposed to wear a mask. Okay. But it's not a mask. It's supposed to be Pooh Bear's fucking head. Right. But his mouth doesn't move. Well, he doesn't talk. His whole talk. face doesn't move. He doesn't change not facial really. expression. No. Um, 
kind of like uh, what pissed me off with that flick, um, Krampus. Okay. Decent flick and all, but I just hate the fact that the fucking... GP'd. Uh, if that's one of your biggest pet peeves there, Tom Hardy, I'm going to recommend that you avoid a movie called Rawhead Rex because that fucking face does not move at all. As heavy metal as the monster is and is scary and all the running around and growling that he does, no facial change at all. He's got one fucking face and it's just teeth and eyeballs and and that's it. So avoid that one for sure. Uh, it, he looks more like a guar musician, <laughs> I think, is probably the best way to go about it. Uh, he called back. Gee, motherfucking Pete, baby. Gee, motherfucking Pete. You know how we do it? Hell yeah. I'm sorry. I, so anyway, it's just, it frustrates me when it's like it's supposed to be the character's face. But it's just an obvious, like, cheap mask, so it doesn't oh, yeah. move. And, and that that's happened with Rex to Krampus, too, which, I don't know, that was a big fucking downer for me. I get it. Uh, all in all, though, I thought the flip was just all right. It, it is what it is, you uh, know. But uh, let me get on to the meat hooks and the guilty pleasure flip. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, oh, man, there's so many good ones. These are just some ones that kind of came to the top of my fucking head. Okay. Um, I know we've talked about it before, but uh, Phenomenon, a.k.a. Creepers. Oh, Creepers. God, yeah. that's a batshit crazy it fucking is crazy. flick, man. Again, just to go over it, it is a giallo. There is a black glove fucking slasher running around. But yeah, but she can control insects. who fucking sleepwalk. But there's also a monkey. also fucking control bugs. Yeah. But we're not done. We also have a fucking mongoloid killer. Yeah. My personal fucking favorite. We got a monkey with a fucking <laughs> straight ring. Damn, that movie's crazy. That's batshit. I, I like that. It's place, bananas. So. Uh, number two, yeah, fucking, you know what? Guilty pleasure. Huh. 976 Evil 2. <laughs> 976 Evil 2. Very nice. I don't know what last time you saw this flick. It's been a I while. Enjoy it. I know it's stupid. I don't. I know it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. That's fine. Fuck me, man. That's that's a fun flick. For it's me. about a killer nine hundred um, number. Just just to, you know, it's just the fucking spoilers on a twenty some year old movie. Yeah. Just a reminder here: the the bad guy he can astral project. It's called the astral plane, I believe. It's you're you're correct. Title of fucking nine seven six deal too. <laughs> so the bad guy can astral project. So now like. His body is at home, but he's out doing fucking crazy bad guy shit, right? Correct, yes. The fucking, he gets beat by the good guy who punches his astral projection off of a cliff. That makes sense. That checks <laughs> that out. That is how the fucking bad guy is defeated. His astral projection is right. punched off a cliff. Correct. <laughs> Just saying it sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> it, it is. sounds it's fucking awesome. Fuck I mean, it makes it. sense to me. Uh, and then number one for me on the fucking guilty pleasures. And by the way, I think this is this was telling because I knew as soon as you said guilty, I said somewhere, somehow, fucking Darian's going to put Zozo in there. You fucking knew it. You fucking old boy Tim's going to put Jaws the Revenge. You knew that too. And yeah, for me, it's got to be Witch Trap. I knew it. it. All of the fucking headings of a guilty place. Oh, yeah. God damn, the acting is the worst Ooh. fucking wooden acting Ooh. you've ever seen in your life. It's pretty bad. <clears throat> when Linnea Quigley is fucking probably the best actress yeah. in your fucking movie. That's a God problem. damn, it's bad. That's a problem. GP'd again. He knew it was coming. He called back. 
I mean, she's not the worst actress nah, ever. She's fine. She plays the same character in every movie. And you're not really watching it for her uh, thespian skills there, Jason Harrell. <laughs> Lesbian? Well, that, well, that maybe. Double G, motherfucking Double GP. Hell yeah. I don't even give a fuck, man. I, I, I can't be stopped talking about it. No, you can't. Fucking Let it go, now. baby. It doesn't make a lick of sense. The, the fucking quote-unquote technology that these fucking ghost hunters are using. Oh, yeah. The way the fucking bad guy can... It doesn't... It's fucking silly. It's, it's dumb. bad special it's, effects. It's a dumb movie, it's yeah. It's a terrible story. It's terrible acting. Uh-huh. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> I, I love you. that flick. And I, I know some of you might be thinking, oh, shit, why didn't he put Witchboard in there? Because in my opinion, Witchboard is a legitimately good movie. Okay. All right? This one here is I, I recognize it's bad. Oh, it's yeah. Fucking, yeah, whatever. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. You we'll too, my friend. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. I'll, well, I went ahead and put together my meat hook for this particular one. Oh, so you're, I'll, I'll go ahead and run it down. Can I Can I just guess one? Possibly your number one. No. No? Okay. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise my hand as soon as you say it, because I know you're going to say it. Okay. Okay. Number three, huh? Sleepwalkers. Wow, I know that one. Okay, wow. oh. ombre. Whoa, Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Owen Wilson's. It in is the house. not a good movie. It's not. It's, it's not. so stupid. Yeah, cats. Uh, I love. I love Clovis the cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Maximum Overdrive. Okay, fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, but there's so much to like. It's just crazy, especially the music. Yeah. Number one, Terror Vision. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it, Jason. So good. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. so good. No, it's not. I fucking love it. But that is the luxury that we as horror fans can enjoy. Real quick, huh. let me go back to uh, something that he was talking about. This is how you would have, because you can always find your argument for your own psychotic sure. thought process. Of course. You said Brundle, uh, Seth Brundle has never been in the Terror Dome because it's always been a rule that uh, you had to be in two movies. Right. Well, by that rationale, it was Seth Brundle's son. Correct. Ergo, he is Brundle and he was the fly. The Brundle fly has been in two movies. All right. You got me. <laughs> you got me there. You happy? <laughs> you proud of yourself? I am. That's dumb. That's a dumb fucking movie. Have you seen The Fly too? I like it. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It comes all the way from Alabama. It's our main man, Alan. Alan. What's up, Alan? Oh, hope everybody's doing good. Whoever's there. Um, Terror Dome. Give me Jesse Lee. Meat Hooks. Three bad movies I love. I'm going to go with uh, L.A. Age Jabber. <laughs> bloody, muscle, bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. That's a good one. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Oh. Mr. Darian, I'm okay. not sure who you are this week. Maybe Dead Calm. No. I don't know. That's all I got. I'll you later. Bye. Thanks. Oh, well, one other thing. I yep. really appreciate you playing some fucking Motorhead the other day. I thought you might. Have a good one. Bye. You too, buddy. Thanks for calling in there, Alan. And that is all we have on the listener mail there, Jason Harrell. You got anything for Alan, Tim, or Tom Hardy? Thanks, boys. Thank you. Jason, who do you think would win in a fight between Seth Brundle and Jesse Lee? Seth Brundle. It's the acid spit, isn't it? 
or the acid vomit. Yeah, and plus he'd like just throw his fingernails at them. That's too. Oh, see what I mean? That's gross. Yeah, vomit on their face. All right, your Terra Dome votes are locked. I think it's time for a movie there, inmates. Leave my daughter alone. Leave her alone, do you hear? An incredible story. He's a beastly sadist. A devil that follows man wherever he goes. The vampire's only a legend of this place. A legend that's converted into chilling realism. It's not important that Dracula's carnal body is destroyed. Wherever blood flows, Dracula is ever-present to punish horror with horror. We weren't able to destroy Dracula in Burgo Pass. And his terrible power. I'm scared, Marlene. Will you be quiet? He'll hear you. You once belonged to Dracula. And now you've returned to his side for the ceremony, which signifies the rebirth of his origin. A love story of good and evil, of life and death. Behind each kiss hides a horror of terrifying realism, a thousand times worse than death itself. No living woman is capable of resisting the diabolical influence of Dracula. Those women that have known his terrible embrace are forced to share his destiny. Count Dracula's great love. With Paul Nashi, Rosanna Yanni, Hedy Politoff, Myrta Miller, Vic Winner, and the special appearance of Ingrid Garbo. <coughs> A satanical ritual that marks the rebirth of Dracula. The prince of evil will not acquire his full power until a virgin falls in love with the vampire. The most terrifying love story from beyond the tomb, in which terror is combined with romance, violence and tenderness, love and blood. Constant action that suspends you with fright. Something that will make you feel the pleasure of fear. You won't be able to breathe after a terrifying scene because the next is more horrifying than the one before. Yes, Jason Harrell. Yeah, boy. It is Count Dracula's Great Love. Mm -hmm. 1973. This one got 5.2 stars on IMDb. That is... Put that in your mouth. Somehow. Put some that, way, yeah. They, they worked the system to get that Somebody score. somewhere is in love with this movie and clicked <laughs> the 10-star uh, button 350,000 times. At least. I liked how the trailer said, no woman can resist him. Yet. Uh, I'm pretty sure all <laughs> three of those chicks. I think this movie ended with. Uh, 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 go fuck yourself, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> it's written and directed by Javier Aguirre. It's not rated. It stars Paul Nashi, Rosani Yanni, 
in Haiti Politifo. Well, well, well. We have finally run afoul of Paul Nashi here, Jason. Have we? Are you familiar with this gentleman? I couldn't tell you. He's the Spanish horror version of John Belushi. <laughs> oh! I mean, that's really the only way I can put it. He was like a big deal in Spain in the 70s on the horror scene. Really? Uh, Evil Rises from the Grave. That's probably about as good as it's going to get. Rolls the right off the tongue. Paul Nashi <clears throat> world. He did like a string of werewolf movies that were pretty popular. Um, he's just a, he's just a big deal, man. I never understood why. I well, thought, based I th- upon this one, I can't either. Okay, great. I guess it's a cult thing, but that's fine. We start off <clears throat> in, uh, I have to say like the 1800s, just guessing by what everybody's wearing in this movie. It's never overtly stated. We got some kind of a... Uh, Pervertly stated. Oh, it's that too. We got a fucking swingers trip, I think. <laughs> this guy, he brought his uh, like side piece, I think, and then her two best friends. So this is like... Uh, this. I think he's trying to bang all three of them. We have Emmerich. We have Karen, who is wildly out of place. We have Elkie, and then we have Marlene. So that's it. This is like... From this point forward, it's really just a bad episode of Sex in the City. It's like Sex on the Borgo Pass or something. <laughs> um, we're in a carriage, and we're going through the Borgo Pass. And apparently, this is this is the region that is discussed in a lot of the original Dracula takes place in. Good for them. They did a little research. They go past cast the ruins of Castle Dracula. And apparently, somewhere up there was an abandoned sanitarium that this... Uh, Czech doctor just moved into and he's trying to renovate. Son of a bitch, if they don't get into a carriage accident, the goddamn uh, horseman gets off and tries to fix it and he gets kicked in the face by a horse. Right in the face. And dies. What he gets for horsing around? Fucking around on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. That was probably the most satisfied horse. He's like, whip me again, motherfucker. (laughs) Whip me again. Come on. I dare you. Uh, now we're stranded. Uh, Emmerich is regaling the young ladies with tales of the region. He go, he takes Marlene off for a little nature walk where we find out these two are quietly having sex with each other. Uh, very cool. Um, from there they get back to the carriage. We discover that nobody knows how to fix a fucking carriage or do anything with a horse really. So we just start walking. And of course we come to our abandoned sanitarium. All right, excellent. Knock on the door. We're met by the uh, doctor, a Dr. Wendell Marlowe, played by Paul Nashi. Uh, I know whenever I'm in an abandoned sanatorium, I like to wear a tuxedo. Very dapper, and uh, no matter how funky it is in there, you gotta jazz it up. You gotta. It's all about presentation, Jason. You know what I mean? You dress for the job that you want. Even if you're living in a fucking squatting in an abandoned <laughs> That's building. That's true. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, we uh, fucking carriage broke down. God damn it. Uh, can we, you got you got another carriage laying around? We can tell you. No, I don't know anything about that. Can you fix our carriage? No, I don't know how to fix a carriage. Hey, come I'm on in, in tuxedo, here. tuxedo, fuckface. I, I'm no. What do I look like? The fucking mechanic? Get out of here. Uh, he says, come on in, though. You and your three lady friends. By all means, Shock. Make, make yourselves at home. Uh, and then he kind of puts them up for the night. Now, right about now, we're going to meet this other character that is just kind of skulking about. Uh, he goes by the name Krampus. And I 
think he's a butler or something. He's a full-on vampire. Would have been a guy. lot better with the actual Krampus. It would have been if he just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It's not even Christmas. It would have been great. <laughs> what am I doing here? You ring that fucking bell, you asshole. <laughs> um, he's just kind of skulking around, and nobody really gives a shit at first. Uh, the chicks get in. They get situated. Um, the Emmerich sneaks into Marlene's room and bangs her. Again, we got nudity here. I didn't think Elvira was allowed to show that stuff. They probably had edit. Didn't you they think have this is like a versions? like a TV edit for it? Or uh, something? I don't know. Did, I don't know either. Yours had nudity. Yeah, did yours oh, not? I watched a non Elvira. Oh, uh, in protest. Oh, uh, in protest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> taking a stance against Elvira. Yes, against Elvira. Okay, that's she told like... me and my like minded uh, fans to fuck off. So if I fucked right off, all right then. I won't put. She was rather nice to me. Won't Signed put my poster and everything. Sent in her pocket. So yeah, I found a uh, non Elvira version. Okay, uh, but yeah, it was loaded with tits. Yours was. Yeah. So was Elvira's. Huh. All right. That's Ma- fine. Maybe when they showed it on. Like network television, it was the yeah. Well, this one originally aired uh, January 1981 hmm. on Movie Macabre, so I think we were still in the not showing tits era yeah. of television. I could be wrong. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, we meet these young ladies. Uh, they get kind of situated. One of them, Karen, is terrified. She don't want to sleep by herself, and she's noticed the skulky guy about um, Seta and. Uh, What's her name there? Elkie, they're, they're rooming together, and Marlene has got her own room. Of course, Emmerich sneaks into her, into her room to put a banging on her. Plenty of boobs coming at us right there. Very nice. Um, not Seta, but Karen gets scared, scared to death while she's out skulking around, uh, runs into the butler guy. Uh, the doctor just happens to be there at the time, so he scoops her up after she faints and takes her back to her room. Very cool. The next morning, the doctor is gone. He's gone to check some traps. I guess he's a trapper and a hunter also. Uh, from there, the, we get like a nice little skinny dipping scene. Did you get that in your version? Yeah. Uh, they got a pool at this place. Yeah. So, I mean, most sanitariums. The buoys were afloat. <laughs> yes, they were. These chicks are pretty hot, I thought. You could do worse, I would say. You could definitely do worse. Yeah. Um, very cool. Everything's high. They're getting... My copy was very grainy. So was mine. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I watched it streaming on Peacock, but yeah, it's fucking hard to make anything out. All right. But I did see some nipples, yep. so oh, I definitely okay. saw those. Yeah, there were definitely nipples. Yes. Um, come back again. Uh, this time, Emmerich is again heading to Marlene's house. He gets attacked by the butler and chomped in the neck. Uh, he then immediately gets up in the, the, tra- the vampire transformation... All of about a minute and a half. <laughs> you just kind of lay down, and then you pop back up, and then you're ready to... You're a full vampire. You are a vampire. Oh, shit! Very creepy. <laughs> and then we were best friends ever since. Uh, so he goes and attacks Marlene, and then Marlene's a vampire. Okay, fuck. Um, they go off. They have like a crypt underneath the castle that apparently they already know about. Uh, next day, uh, Seta and Elki are cruising around. Uh, the doctor manages to, like, kind of shoo off Karen and takes her for a stroll around the woods. While that's going on, the other two chicks find the creepy library where they go and read some lore about Dracula and stuff going on. So, for the purposes of this movie, and see if you're on the same page with me, because I don't know that I fully understood any of this, uh, Dracula, like, 
he dies, but then he comes back, and every time he comes back, he's a little bit worse than when he died. He's like a little bit more of a fucking asshole. <laughs> but then apparently there's like some wraparound where like his daughter gets reborn, and then she is the Countess Dracula for a generation, and then he dies, and then... I didn't get that at all. You didn't get that? Cause there's no, a whole but I really struggled to even finish this. You motherfucker. <laughs> I'm taking notes on this thing. Why? I am like t- trying to so I can explain what the hell I watch. Well, that's why you're here. Well, thanks, man. I'm just the tag along. You're supposed to be carrying my weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if if I'm understanding this correctly, Dracula dies, but he comes back. And every time he comes back, he's a little bit more of an asshole. But sometimes his daughter takes over for him. So it's kind of like an underworld thing where he's hopscot, like leapfrogging through time, but with his daughter. So... I think what he wants to do now is um, get bring his daughter back to life. And in order to do that, he has to get a virgin to mm-hmm. fall in love with him without using his vampire powers. He's got to do it like just on his own. Did they specify that? Yes. Oh, without okay. using his dark abilities. Okay. And he has to do it without using his uh, vampire abilities. And then he has to get the virgin to sacrifice herself for him. And then after that, he'll have full power and then he can bring his daughter back, and then he can die. I thought he had to mix the virgin blood with the blood of the chick he actually loved. So that's the fucking that's the problem, and I I could be completely off base here, but <laughs> I don't I don't know. This whole thing is very crazy. So that is uh that's basically where we're at. And so, why is he falling in with the non virgin? Well, in love with the non virgin. See, that's the thing, man. Wouldn't so, you rather have uh, the virgin? Well, we we get there, but first I think he because he's like tr- having a sandwich, but nobody's tr- fucked. It. Nobody's fucked the sandwich. It's way better. <laughs> I'm a little iffy on that sandwich, but I'm going to eat it anyway. <laughs> so the idea I think is that Karen was a virgin because first he goes to Seta, who's madly who's all about getting his dick, and I think he did fuck her because afterwards she's like, "Ah, oh, you're in love with another woman, aren't you?" And he's like, "No, I just don't like you." It's like, but you just made love to me. Oh, yeah, I know. It was a mistake. Sorry. She's like, no, no, you can't leave me like this. But eventually he's like, uh, yeah, you've had sex with somebody, so I'm out, lady. But he banged her anyway. Uh, by then, uh, he's already kind of decided that Karen was the one. But it's never, I don't think, overtly stated that Karen was a virgin. And the reason why this is a problem is because here in a few minutes, after he turns Seta, Elki, and Marlene into vampires... They go to the neighboring village and find him a virgin. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck are we doing with Karen if she's not a virgin? Yeah, she's not a virgin. Yes. The, the virgin was a, the weirgin was a weirgin. Yeah. Uh, but Karen is obviously a whore. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. If you're not a virgin, you're a filthy because woman. Because the, the rules were he needs to mix the virgin blood with the blood of the chick he loves. Right. So clearly Karen has had the dick. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then what's the point of falling, making her fall in love with you? I don't Because that know. just blows off the whole uh, ritual conspiracy thing. All right, anyway. <laughs> what do you want from me? I, I did good to hey, n- you, notice that much of the story. You, you made it through to the end credits, even if you cheated by not watching the Elvira one. Um, you didn't miss anything. Don't worry about it. You've yet to even mention her. She's Yeah, she does. I mean, she's there. She does all of her dad jokes. Right. So... Other than that, what do you need to know? Right. So, I mean, what's, I mean, it really wasn't much to gain no, by watching her. No, but still, I mean, for a movie like this, is she really going to take anything away from it? 
I don't think so. Anyway, uh, that's pretty, pretty, I guess that's the plan. So systemically, he goes about turning all three of these chicks into his brides. Um, at one point, while he's trying to turn Elki into a vampire, Emmerich attacks her, and before she turns into a full vampire, uh, he comes in like he's going to try and save her. Uh, him and Emmerich get into a big fist fight, and he gives Emmerich a full-on gorilla monsoon <laughs> tiger splash through the window. Yeah. I think he actually pressed him a couple of times, and then right out the window, you fucker. Uh, he unfortunately lands on like a wood frame and gets impaled through the heart. So Emmerich is now out of the equation and, um, Dracula, who we all know was Dr. Marlowe, uh, now has his three brides still doesn't have a motherfucking virgin. Jason Harrell hard to come by. So he sends, sends him out to the village, find me a virgin. So they go out to the village and they do a very cool cat jump. Yeah. To a, uh, thing. I'm surprised they didn't have like a sound effect of like, <laughs> great. Uh, up into like a second story window. Uh, they find the virgin. She wakes up, freaks out. They're like, come on, you're coming with us. They don't communicate these vampires. All they do is kind of raspy, raspily breathe. Their fangs are gigantic. Couldn't close their mouths. They look like full fucking toothpicks. Yeah, they could not close their mouths. No. And neither could Paul Nashie with his, hey, ladies, <laughs> let's go get us a virgin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Uh, they're bringing her out. They knock her unconscious, and they're bringing her out, and her father comes out, and he's like, hey, that's my virgin daughter. You better put her back where you found her, you fuckers. Uh, I was really hoping for a good prosthetic head severing right here no no or decapitation but you, you no did, you didn't get that what you got instead was a scythe to the throat and then, the throat this is the best part his death scream was a <laughs> which was awesome <laughs> those are death gurgles is, was that james brown <laughs> <sounded> like <laughs> you got <laughs> uh, stupid this is dubbed in english and the English voice actors for this thing, spot on, whoever they are. What's strange is that, like, so much of it is done, I mean, is it te- is it telepathically? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, like, sometimes... Or was, did they cheap out on, like, the voice dubbing and just had a guy with a recorder, you know? It could be that, but I think that, because a lot of the, <clears throat> like, the dialogue between Dracula and Karen is, like... You can see his lips are not moving no, at all. No, not at all. But then periodically he'll go like... Right. Like he's trying to talk. So I think he's... Uh, but those fangs keep getting Yeah, away. I think he just couldn't deliver his lines with that shit in his mouth. Hey! So they just chalked it up to, okay, this is supposed there, to be telepathic Yeah, he's just going to do a mind talk since he can't talk with his mouth. <laughs> I mean, that checks out. Uh, so that's great. Uh, back at the castle, uh, they she, he manages to put... Uh, Karen like under his spell and he like locks her up in a crypt uh, she doesn't know what's going on but there's like a whole process to this shit and it's gotta it's gotta go down and now is when we wheel out the dead daughter and we we kick open her coffin she's just a skeleton okay great so but here's the problem we want to bring the daughter back to life now apparently this wasn't mentioned earlier in the film but it is now we have to mix the virgin of the uh, the blood of the virgin with the blood of the lover that dracula has taken and just give a good hosing down of the skeleton and then 
presto bango, we got ourselves another vampire here. Except that doesn't happen. They do that, and then now all we have is a bloody skeleton. So what what happened? Yeah, didn't it just stay a skeleton? Yeah, I don't know. They and fuck, they chucked it in the water? And, yeah, they, I don't know. They fucked something up. Okay. Because that didn't work. <laughs> He's not very good at nope. his rules. Read the goddamn instructions there, Count. <laughs> Come on, you forgot uh, B, C, and D. Um yeah, that was kind of a big... Well, he's better at counting than the alphabet. <laughs> get out. Yes. You get the yes. fuck out of here right now. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Um, yeah, so it doesn't work, so they just chuck her in the in the river there, but then Count is like, well, shit, and this is the real pisser. Um, he may, he has to kill Seta because she she gets all pissed off at Karen because she's still in love with the Count. She attacks Karen. He kills her by kicking her down the stairs. <laughs> Three people have died on that staircase in the course of this movie. Speaking of staircases, what about that opening intro yeah, where they just kept looping? Looping the guy going down yeah, again and over again. And over and, and over. Here's and over. one in slow-mo. Yeah. Now here's one in fast motion. <laughs> now here's like a weird shadow situation. So silly. That's whatever. Um Anyway, uh, so apparently Dracula can just be like, hey, you guys don't have to be vampires anymore. So he releases the two other chicks from their vampireness, but they're still chained up in the dungeon. So now they're just there chilling. And then uh, Karen is like, hey, I don't, I don't, I, you're kind of a monster. I don't really want to be with you. So Dracula takes a stake and kills himself with it. And Karen walks off into the wilderness leaving her two friends to rot in the dungeon who are now basic humans again. So a couple of points. All right. One, again, the trailer said no woman can resist him, but she's like, I can't be with you. I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, well, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, you've been uh, proven wrong. I did not see suicide by state coming, uh, so I was pretty pleased. Okay, gotcha, gotcha off guard. Um, And he, didn't he tell the other Ben Betts that I'm done with you now, you can... Return to your old form. Yes. But <laughs> I thought they were going to get to go back to just being like human. I thought that's what they did. Dude, they put them in shackles and the sun came out and they burst in flames. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't see that part. Oh, they were smoking. Well, I thought that was just like, you know. Turning into humans? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You're probably right. I mean, well, that's were, kind of shitty. They were still shackled up. Yeah. So, so even if they did return to human form... Okay, well, they're still locked in fucking shackles. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then Karen just leaves them down there. Yeah. Peace out, ladies. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's it's all right. Um, it stinks. I mean. It wasn't good. If you're in the mood for 70s schlock and you're not really paying attention, you can beat off to it. I'll tell you that. Marlene had a nice body. They all had nice bodies on them. Um, Paul Nashy is a clown. I can't take him seriously ever. I'm sorry. I, I'm sure there's some Paul Nashy fans out there. I don't understand what the appeal of that dude is. Maybe uh, the English dubbing is losing some of his talent for me. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here's my review that I wrote on Letterboxd. Oh, boy. Here How we go. How does this piece of crap have a 5.2 on IMDb? That's a valid question. It's painful to even attempt to watch. If it weren't for the topless scenes moving the movie along, you'd be left with a very ineffective Dracula-based soap opera. I'd rather sit through a shirted episode of Days of Our Lives than to have to sit through this turd again. A, sh a shirted episode? Put a shirt on that fucking episode. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not good, but fuck, man. It's, it's Spanish. It's from 1973. It's a Paul Nashy film. 
you got you got to know what you're going into going into this one. There's going to be some tits. It was so boring. It was supposed to be romantic, sir. I know, I know you're not a romantic yourself, but well, I didn't know this was a romance fucking rom com type podcast. Well, I guess next month is Twilight. It is, and we will be doing <laughs> Twilight Twilight Month, you motherfucker. Um, it's, 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 it's not good. I'm not furious at it. Like I said, man, you got to know what you're getting into here. 70s, Spanish, Paul Nashy. You're going to have tits. You're going to have a, uh, fucking ridiculous story that is going to have a more hard to track. Um, he's either going to be a vampire or a werewolf. So, and for some reason, whenever, I guess 70s Spain thought he was some kind of a, a sex symbol. Because whenever he was in a movie, the women adore him. He looks so depressed. He looked like, I mean, I guess it fit because he looked very emo. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, I mean, all he needed to do was paint his fingernails and he would have been set. Start complaining start about start his parents. Start visiting Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets me, bro. All right. That was uh, Dracula's Great Love. Why not? Why not check it out? Why not? You want to see? Yeah, if we piqued your curiosity, no, I hope so. Don't do it. If you want to see the Elvira version, well, your your version must have been only like an hour long, huh? Hour and twenty minutes. Was it? Mine yeah. was like an hour and forty, with all oh, of her okay. interludes sure. and stuff. It's streaming on Peacock. You can watch it in the movie macabre if you're interested. Or where did you find it? YouTube. Oh, I had to subscribe to some channel through you had to Amazon. No, it was seven day free. Trial. Oh, okay. It's like fan something. Why would you not just go to Peacock and watch it with uh, Elvira? Because she would have got a royalty check, and I ain't gonna. Oh God, it. I'm not getting it. Why? Nope. Why? Are, why are you anti Elvira? Well, if you really want to know, I do. Okay, so during the during uh, the COVID years, yeah. Uh, so Joe Rogan was having people on his podcast, correct, uh, to discuss alternative insights, treatments. treatments, sure, just discussions. Yeah, of course. But she said that if anybody wants to buy into misinformation, then her fa- any fan that wants to buy into the spread of misinformation can fuck right off. Oh, okay. So I fucked right off. Okay, because, well said. Because I have never told anybody. <laughs> how to live their life, and why couldn't we have discussion? Yeah. Either way. I agree. What, are you going to believe the fucking government? No. No, of course (laughs) not. So now fast forward, well, a lot of the shit that people were saying to Joe Rogan was a whole lot more accurate than what our good government was telling us. I agree, 100%. So with that said, she can fuck right off. All right. Well, she told you to fuck right off. But you're you're supporting her fucking off. But I am not. You're not going to fuck back on. I'm giving her money. You're not going to fuck back on. I'm not going to fuck back okay, on. Okay, well, well <laughs> you said. You want to fuck sir. on me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fuck you. You don't fuck me. <laughs> Let's take us a break there, hot dog. Let's do.
If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, Jason Harrell. Yeah, boy. Yeah, buddy. I am hot for vampire romance and gothic uh, chicks that take their boobs out. Yeah? Yeah, I like that. I don't. I don't necessarily like uh, Dracula's Great Love, but there are hotter versions of it. Uh, take for example uh, Gary Oldman's Three Brides. Mm-hmm. They're pretty hot. Uh, that, did you ever see that really shitty fucking Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman? It's terrible. It's the worst goddamn thing ever. So bad. The two little bat Dracula babies flying. You want to talk about shitty CGI? <laughs> yeah, that's and Kate Beckinsale couldn't even save that one. Nope. 
anyway, enough of that. Uh, we have a meat hook to get into, my friend. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Three on a meat hook. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook top three horror film directors. Now, this is a list that changes periodically, you know? Yeah. Stock goes up, goes down. Sometimes stock plummets, and I wish you were never born. Um, In this case, we're going top three favorites uh, as of right now, and this could change at any moment. Give me your number three there, J-Bo. And I I have to go with movies that I... Am willing to revisit the most. Of course. So while maybe not the best movies that have ever happened. Sure. Ones I love revisiting. Yeah, totally. So my number three, Wes Craven. Okay. He's, I like that. He's an obvious entry for the list, at least. Now, you're not a Freddy Krueger guy. I am not. So what, what movies by Wes Craven stand out to you? You know, the original Scream is strong. Sure. Uh, the original... Well, it's very dated now, but huh. the original Nightmare on Elm Street it is. is is good. Sure. Wes Craven's new Nightmare is a good enough movie. Okay. Uh what else has he got? Uh some Those of his older eyes. some yeah, some of his older shit. Yeah. Um he's definitely got some duds in there. Yeah. Um it again, talk about the stock going Shocker. up and the stock going down. Shocker. Shocker's in there. Dude. Shocker's great. Yeah. Love me some shocker. Oh, Mitch Pelegi's so awesome. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. Right on. Um, I, I just think he's a solid entry. I, he's got more wins than losses. I would agree with you. Um, what movie do you, what do you think his weakest entry is? The Ward is not good. Again. Oh, damn it. I thought that's right. That's Again. Not, was, I keep thinking that's him. That was uh, Carpenter. That was Carpenter. That's right. And it, you're correct. It is not good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, ooh, I have um, to go back to his... Uh, Deadly Blessing was a little weird. Um, I don't know why I'm always hung up on him making the war. I don't know either. I think you've just decided <laughs> But I that. have a lot of disdain for and, that movie. You're determined to make that a fact. Uh, I did not like, um, what was it, Scream 4? Yeah. Did he do 4? Yeah. I didn't like that. I have found new love for Scream 4 after watching Scream. I like it better than 3. Yeah. Well, that doesn't say anything. <laughs> Um, let's see what else he's got. Uh, Pulse, not very great. Um, Red Eye. I like Red Eye. It's, it, I, I struggle to call it. It's more of a crime thriller yeah, type of I thing. I wouldn't consider that a horror movie. No. Um, oh, People Under the Stairs. People, oh God. That's. It's got, I mean, it's rated 6.4, but who? I don't think it really. I have no idea. I don't think it warrants that. No. Um. What else you got? Did Dream, he, do, he did Dream Child. Did he do Deadly Friend? Uh, yeah, I think he did. That was a little weird. It's pro- People love that stupid fucking basketball kill. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. Uh, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> poor Christy Swanson. <laughs> uh, poor that guy who played Albert on Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Yeah. Matthew Labrato. Oh, sorry, bud. Your career's over. Yeah, it's directed by Wes Craven. Yeah. 
Uh, I, th- I, I like Deadly Friend, though. Yeah, it's got a certain kitsch to it now, yeah. but uh, ah, whatever. Uh, my number three, John Carpenter. I love him. He does great work. Agreed. The ward is not very good. Um, <laughs> Wait, he did the, he did the ward? Oh shit! <laughs> um, so I mean, like the ward, not very good. Uh, there's been some others. Did you ever see that uh, Children of the Damned remake that he did with Christy Alley? Yeah, that's a little wacky. It is. That's a little bit wacky. Um, None of those are great. No, but like Prince of Darkness. One of my favorites of all time. That's the a good thing, flick. The Thing. People call that a perfect film. I don't 100% agree, but it's damn close. Um, Christine? Yeah. I love Christine. It's fine. I like it. Um, what else? Big Trouble in Little China, man. It's been so long since I've seen that. Oh, I could probably recite that. Really? Yeah. Just fucking Jack. Just It's a little Kurt too Russell. wacky for me. Uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, you can't beat Snake Plissken. <laughs> no, you cannot. Well, unless you have him serving with a shark. Uh, yeah, that got that got pretty silly. Uh, that's my number three. How about number two? Nice. My number two, going a little more modern, James Wan. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I mean, he's definitely got his hands in a lot of, again, the stock yeah. going up and down. Yeah, yeah. But pound for pound, I mean, he's got some good stuff in there. Yeah, he does. Conjuring, Saul. Insidious. Fucking, uh, what was that, uh, Barbarian? Yeah, yeah. Good so, times. Uh, or, very, no, I don't, Malignant. That, not my favorite. I, it In a wacky, I think that was the intent, was it, just for a wacky fucking movie. Well, you just fucking nailed that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the action sequences were bananas. Yeah, uh, totally. I like that, but I think just the whole premise of it was just, too much. But I think that was the intent. Okay. There's no way he could have accidentally made something so schlock. <laughs> uh, I hope not. Like, remember how overt, like, the jailhouse scene was? Yeah. With all of these, like, early 80s looking prostitutes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that was accidentally there. I hope not. Like, it, it was very deliberate. Because if it was. I wa- think they threw a shit ton of money at him and said, look, you're the guy. So make he, what you want. He's uh, like, you know what I'm going to make? I'm going to make the, the movie. craziest movie you've ever I wanted seen. to see when I was 12 years old. <laughs> so let's make that happen. That's cool. I'm down. Yeah, Insidious. Yep. My number two, probably going to get some shit for this, Rob Zombie. I like it because he brings like a heavy metal aspect and a white trash aspect to all of his movies, with the exception of The Monsters. He just... He it's, doesn't have restraint. You gotta. I find that if you can watch them like you're watching abstract art, and I realize that doesn't make any sense, but uh, don't worry too much about the plot and mechanics and plot holes. He, he has the same detrimental flaw hmm. that Eli Roth has. What is that? And I just heard a guy make this comparison the other day, and it was so poignant. They have they they're too extra in their dialogue. Really? Yeah. So, I think so so Rob Zombie takes the white trashiness just a little too fucking far. I get that. Eli Roth takes the dude bro, dude bro humor, you know, dick and ball shit mm. uh, and vulgarity just too far. And both of those things are a detriment to their movies in, I, in both. I could see that, uh, but we have seen Zombie dial it back. 
Uh, you didn't get a lot of white trashy in Lords of Salem. Or monsters. Or monsters. Uh, pretty <laughs> much <been> better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything else, though, you got a double scoop of. Yeah. And I, I could see how that could get taxing. Um, I like it for the visual, <clears throat> the visuals, like, like, like the abstract art appeal to it. The crazy shots that he does things with his characters that you would not expect or see coming. I like more than I don't. Okay. That's uh, fair. So I, I definitely agree. I, I, I want to love him. Yeah. He's a little restraint. <laughs> Just the fucking little, cock hair's worth. Little, little bit of Rob Zombie goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> How about number one, Big Daddy? My number one, Mike Flanagan. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. I don't know what more I could say. I don't think I he's, love what this guy does. I don't think he's made a stinker yet. I love Hush. Yeah. I fucking love Oculus. Oculus is great. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep is great. All of the shit that he's thrown on Netflix. The series, yeah. Uh, I really love this latest one, uh, How, Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, I'm going to get to that. Um, I, I like it better than the other ones. The Did you ever see Abs- Absentia? No. That's his first movie. Okay. It's fucking great. I think you'll like it. Wow. Yes. Uh, it's low budget. You can tell it's low budget. I think it's just him and his friends made it. But he does some shit with, with the background mm-hmm. that will just fucking catch you off guard. And sometimes it's actually there. Sometimes you think it's there, but it's not. Sometimes the main character thinks it's there, but it's not. It's a whole... He's he's playing tricks with you throughout the entire movie. It's really good. Uh, dude, I love the guy. Fucking yeah. Midnight Mass. I adore Midnight Mass. Oh, it's Mass. great, yeah. Like, he, his... So much of what he does is right up my... At least sure. slow, drawn-out fucking processes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love that. Even Oculus, like for all of the craziness that it has going on, yeah, it's still drawn out. Totally, uh, Gerald's Game, um, pretty much any worthwhile Stephen King adaptation over the last ten years, with the exception of It. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't think he's made anything that I've been remotely angry with love at guy. all. My number one, Eduardo Sanchez. Nice Blair Witch Project, Seventh Moon, Lovely Molly. Uh, abducted, which is kind of silly. Um, what I like so much about Eduardo Sanchez is that he make he's still of the the mindset to make movies that are going to disturb you and frighten you and kind of hang out with you after the movie's over. Uh, none of his movies have any humor in them at all. I, I, a little bit in Abducted, but I think it was more unintentional. Um, yeah. I think uh, probably. Have you ever seen Seventh Moon? No. Uh, I know you've seen the Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah. I know you've seen you've seen Lovely Molly, haven't you? Mm-hmm. No humor, just straight like weird sex stuff. Uh, <laughs> he likes taking it out in the woods too, which is always a good place to go. Uh, exists, same thing. Um, exists was really good. It was. And you, normally, when you're going into Bigfoot territory, you're gonna be disappointed. From, you're not gonna, almost from you're start. You're not to gonna see it, and if you do, it's gonna look like shit. Yeah. But that last shot in exists where she's just fucking mad at you, yeah. and you're staring at the camera. You're like, oh boy, I really fucked up here, didn't I? 
<laughs> I go Eduardo Sanchez, inmates. Good pick. We would like to know what your top three horror film directors are. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com and click the uh, three on a meat hook link, or you can call us on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. Uh, or you can email us, mail at paddedroompodcast.com. Did you ever see that Bobcat Goldthwaite Bigfoot? Willow flick? Creek. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. I was, I was so hopeful. And I, I man, wasn't that mad thing at really it. let well, it just let me down. I was really I don't know why, but I was really hyped up for it at the time. Yeah. I think when when it cuts to the naked woman out now okay, so now we're we're to believe that he's a rapist also. Is that what we're I don't know. That was kind of a weird thing you know to throw in. What they say about there. a guy with big feet. Hey. He's uh, amorous as they say. That was kind of a weird thing to toss in there at the last second, you know? All right. No, he's a human trafficker. We're getting a little crazy there, Bobcat. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into uh, the Terra Dome there, Mr. Harrell. Mm-hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. Kill you all. I'll try to be crazy. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner. Singles competition. We had Jesse Lee from Near Dark versus the Brundlefly. The carcass of the insect man lay strewn about the roadside, acidic fluids hissing and bubbling in the night air. Jesse didn't know what the creature wanted or where it came from, but he knew he didn't have time to find out. One last shotgun blast to what appeared to be the thing's head, and it was all over. Jesse Lee was back on the road. With a vote of 5-4, to four, Jesse advances over the Brundlefly, bud. Bullshit. I know. That's fine. No, I think I voted for Jesse, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you say. Uh, let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? <clears throat> As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. We are in the Inferno Conference Round 10. The Lost Cross of Judah had been located and taken into his possession. He'd been on the run ever since. He wasn't sure what power it held, but he knew that he was being hunted now. The vampiric seductress known as Lilith needed the cross and was after him. He fled. City to city, country to country, he ran and she followed. She couldn't hurt him as long as he had the cross, but she she had other ways of persuading him. In all the terror and confusion, he'd almost forgotten why he'd gone to such great lengths to obtain the cross to begin with. 
His girlfriend had been killed in a tragic but gruesome lawnmower accident. He'd rebuilt her body from the bodies of dismembered sex workers, but needed the cross of Judah to bring her back to life. Singles competition, we have Lilith versus the Franken-Hooker. Jason, what do you think of that one? Gosh. It's uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein, yeah. pretty much. Oh, boy. I got to go Frankenhooker. Yeah, I think I got to agree with you. I think Lilith is hotter. Um, but she didn't really do much in Bordello of Blood other than make other hot vampire prostitutes. And uh, even with standard vampire tropes, I mean, she's got she should have strength, right? But Frankenhooker's already dead. Yes, how much damage dead. can you do? Yeah, she's just got to flail around with a wooden anything, and you're good to go. That's pretty much it. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Want a steak? <laughs> party, party, party! That's your Terradome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's Lilith versus the Frankenhooker. Get us your votes by next week if you can. Uh, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. Click on whoever you want to win under the uh, Terradome tab, and we will tally up the votes next week. But now we need to tell you what movies we got to watch this week. What are you looking at? Got a Thanksgiving tradition here at my house, Jason. Yeah? We all get up early and watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did it again this year. Nothing like family bonding. That's what we do, you know? Uh, Deacon is now of the age that he doesn't like Franklin either. So <laughs> you've, got, you've got that going you raised for the wise one. <laughs> I think he just kind of, what's wrong with that guy, Daddy? <laughs> He's kind of a weirdo. Uh, that's pretty much all I got to watch, uh, other than, uh, this week's immersion therapy. What do you got? Well, I'll catch you up real quick from the last time that I've oh, seen Oh God. It. It's been about a month, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Hell House LLC Origins. What'd you think of that? I didn't like it that much. I didn't like any of them that much. Oh, Is that that's ba- right. You, you're the, I'm not a You hater. always poo-poo on I'm not poo-pooing you, anything. You always poo-poo Hell House LLC. I just don't know why. All right. Everybody Five loves Nights it. at Freddy's. What'd you think of that? It's fine. Yeah. For... Movie based on an app. <laughs> <laughs> a Haunting in Venice. Okay. That was good. I heard good things about yeah, that. that. was pretty good. Sister Death. What do you think of that? Uh, pretty good. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Oh. Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. So this is the non-musical? This is the fucking Johnny Depp musical. Oh, this is the musical. Okay. Yeah. That movie stinks. Why? Why would you watch it? It was... Uh, the mystery title in a box set that was being released, and I had to know if it was worth me buying the box set based upon the mystery title. Okay. It's not. It's No, I know it's that not. That movie is terrible. It's a musical. It's so bad. It's a it's a Tim Burton, uh, one of his fiascos where he's got to make Johnny Depp look like a maniac. It's not good. But it's still a musical. Whatever. Uh, I, no, I agree with you. I watched the It's Alive trilogy. All three of it's them. It's Alive, it's a, It Lives Again, and Island, Island of the of Alive. Island of the Alive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it scare you as bad as you remember? No, I actually think he's very cute. <laughs> right. Till you get to part three, Island of the Alive, they just look stupid. They're like worms. Uh, they're like these big, like, four-foot-tall guys. Oh, really? Now. Yeah. I'm thinking of a different movie. No, they're actually like uh, little... Um, Little demon winds. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. 
Perfect. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, when Evil Lurks. Nice. Uh, the uh, the Haunting in Connecticut. Rewatched that. Okay. Um, oh. Uh, with our boy. Kyle Gallner. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, let's see. That um, one was surprisingly good until we got to the box of eyelids. <laughs> That's when I was like, okay, now you're just being silly here. You got yeah, a box of eyelids. and everybody's like, this what is this? Yeah. Like, what do you think that is? It's got hair all over it. <laughs> Rewatched Evil Dead Rise just so I could. I was doing a comparison of the 4K disc versus the 4K stream. Okay. Big difference. Really? Yeah. Which one's better? A lot darker. The disc? On the disc. Okay. Really? Like, it's really bright. Uh, huh. Like on HBO. Okay. And that really takes away from it. So you think the disc is better? Oh, hands I down. I was thinking about getting the. Yeah, hands down. Okay. A birth, rebirth. What do you think of that? Stunk. You didn't like that? No. I thought it was good. It was 90, what, I think I said 99% uh, fluff, 1% horror. Uh, I would agree, but it still kept my attention. <laughs> I wanted to see what they are going to do with the girl, you know? Well, coming from it from a horror perspective, it's not a good horror If you're movie. looking to be creeping and crawling out of your skin... I mean, there's a bathroom handy in it. There's that, too. So. Yeah, there was. I uh, rewatched Knock at the Cabin. Okay. That's show. still as good. I, I still really like it. Yeah, I like that one. Rewatched Night of the Comet. Awesome movie. Yeah. So good. Uh, schluck at watched its They Live with Sarah for the, her first time. Oh, what'd she think? She liked it. Yeah. I uh, rewatched Ghoulies with her first time. <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, for what it is. It's yeah. freaking Ghoulies. Um. Cronenberg flick here. Uh, it's it's it looks like existence, but it's existence. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. I still can't tell you what the hell it's about. The ending is good. Um, it's a video game that you inject into your spine, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, you like again Cronenberg. Yeah. You're like interface interfacing with it, like. Medically. Organically, yeah. biologically. So yeah. you got a lot of Cronenberg grossness. If, if I'm not mistaken, that's Brandon Cronenberg, isn't it? No, it was David. Was it? Yeah, it was like 1991. Yeah. Uh, or 99, excuse me. Hmm. Um, and Count Dracula's Great Love, which is a fabulous movie. Yes, I agree. And that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Well done, You are Jason. all caught up. Well done, Jason. Let's get to some immersion therapy, shall we? Immersion therapy. Jay, you get a chance to check out Night of the Hunted. Yeah. What'd you think? I like it. Not a bad show. I feel like we kind of need more sniper attack movies. Definitely. You know, they kind of yeah. plays like a slasher, but in a weird kind of, I'm not hunting you, you're pinned down kind of a way. I couldn't tell if they were trying to beat an agenda over my head or not but yeah. i was so enjoying the ride yeah that i didn't care one way or another i, I almost felt like it, it may not have been it's hard not to read into it anymore. i know yeah so uh and there was some messaging in there i felt like yeah but at the same time it it's like okay is that just part of the narrative yeah is it just part of the story right or is it an agenda you know right push but End of the day, I didn't care. I enjoyed the movie. I liked it. Um, had a, had a great ending. 
Mm-hmm. Um, s- some surprising kills, uh, kind of a really good ending, and I enjoyed it. Do you think they were trying to make her unlikable? Because she kind of came across that way. She wasn't the most likable person. <laughs> I mean, she, I mean, I was kind of rooting for the sniper. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to, you shouldn't just start sniping people. That guy is only proficient when he wants to be, apparently. It's true, because he can, uh, she can throw random shit in the air and he'll blast it out of right. the sky. But when the uh, poor schmuck shows up to try to help her, he's going to take one to the head, too. Um, I thought it was a pretty good show. That's the same chick from the Deep House. Okay. she's an attractive lady. Um, she's got this thing that is just a little irritating to me, and it's just me. She has, like, this orgasmic voice, you know? <laughs> oh, no. What's happening over here? Oh. It kind of ir- it, it gets a little... I'm aroused. <laughs> well, okay. Take it easy there, fella. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought it was a good show. It kind of had, like, a slasher pacing to it, I felt like. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, there was a little messaging. I don't. It's kind of hard to tell which way they were going with it, though. You well, know that's what I mean? the thing. Like, yeah, it, it didn't seem to be just pounding you over the head, right? Because at times you're like, oh, okay. So either they were not good at that could be kind of delivering yes. their. Me- <laughs> it's like one of those epic fails. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that uh, President Evil movie where right. this this is so dumb. I now feel like I'm on the other side <laughs> yeah. because of just how dumb this is. Um, I w- yeah, I wouldn't. It's, I wouldn't call it heavy-handed, but you you kind of you're kind of rooting for both of them at one point. Yeah, because like when he's going on about the uh, pharmaceutical reps, and then we know how the movie started. You're like, oh, okay, you're one of those people. So right. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so she's not the best person. He's clearly not the best person, but it all kind of evens out in the end because you know you know how the yep. ended. Uh, I got a special guest in studio here, Deacon. What's up, dude? What's up? Whoa, you need to take an inch back off your microphone there. What's up? That's not an inch. <laughs> Say something. What's up? All right, that's good. Uh, what? I heard you had some uh, thoughts on this week's immersion therapy. Yes. What do you want to watch? Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. Did you completely, oh, that's an excellent pick. You completely <laughs> forgot it in the four and yeah. a half minutes that it took you to figure that out. <laughs> That's right, inmates. Deacon has seen Sister Death. Now he wants to see the prequel, Veronica. It's from 2017, streaming on Netflix. Check that out. We'll do the same in Compare Notes next week. Sound good, Didi? It's probably on kids. Make sure you put it on kids. It's not on kids' Netflix. Yeah, it is. I just told you there's a naked pee-pee in that movie. (laughs) There is no... It's definitely not on kids. And if it is, we need to seriously talk about our Netflix. Here, <laughs> write a strongly worded letter on Netflix. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. So check that out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate me. You. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week, Jason. Uh, I just retired and bought a boat, and I fixed it up, me and my family. Now we're ready to set sail on the high seas. 
probably shouldn't have left off the Florida Keys because now we're right smack in the Bermuda Triangle and there's a bunch of weird shit going on on my little boat here. I keep having dreams about the naked figurehead lady on the front of the boat and uh, yeah, I'm starting to think maybe my first mate is trying to bang my daughter. Might have to kill his ass if I catch him. I am, of course, Mary. You ever seen that one? It doesn't ring a bell. Gary Oldman. Hmm. This is widely agreed upon that this is his worst movie. No. I didn't think it was that bad. It's about a haunted boat. What do you want? Alan guessed Dead Calm, right? Yes. I really like Dead Calm. Dead Calm is good. It's a good flick. Yeah. Billy Zane. At his Billy At Zaniest. His zaniest. <laughs> With a head of hair he on him. He looks great. Ah, I like a bald I Billy Zane. I think Nicole Kidman looked great oh, in that movie. Oh, she was banging, yeah. Because she was like super plain yeah. looking. Yeah. Not uh, weirdo Tom Cruise era. Well, I mean... Yeah, I always I always thought she was hot. Like even in the BMX, what was that? Brad. There's a movie. There was a movie like BMX Bandits or Rad, where she was like part of a little bike gang. <laughs> I never saw. It's that. silly as shit. Yeah. Uh, Eyes wide shut. I thought she was hot. Oh, you uh, can't go wrong with that one. Yeah. Oh, you could pull your <laughs> pull your dick clean off your body to that one. Uh, far and away. Far and away. The others. Uh, yep. There's other ones that are escaping me at the moment. All right, who might I be this week, you ask? We do ask. Well, Jason, my fucking husband just rolled himself out on a lake and blew his own head off, and now I'm trying to figure out why, because the note he left me didn't make any sense, and fucking, I didn't even know we had a gun in the house. Now there's a bunch of weird shit happening around here. Uh, It turns out when my husband was building this house, he put a bunch of weird symbols and things in the floor and now they're leading me to another halfway built house around the other side of the lake oh god what the hell's going on there might be some dead bodies in that no fucking thing so look out for that who might i be you ask tune in next week and i will drop some knowledge on you inmates in the meantime i think that's about gonna do it for us jason harrell thank you very much for making it in my pleasure i'm glad you feel better my friend me too uh join us next week for when evil lurks We're going to do a random December. We've got four random movies that we're going to do. Uh, Most of them are fairly recent. One of them's from the 80s. But uh, we're going to hit you up front with When Evil Lurks. So get ready for that. In the meantime, comment, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Uh, We have a Patreon campaign running, if anybody gives a shit. I've also got a bonus show going on over on Patreon. Me and the old kiddo Deacon there are running you through the Underworld franchise. Nice. Uh, Yes, and I am having to explain to my son how exactly a werewolf gets a vampire pregnant. It's a whole ass thing there, Jason Harrell. Vampire cock. That's, well... Or werewolf No, cock. it's werewolf, <laughs> yeah. werewolf cock, vampire pussy. Yes. <laughs> and is that necrophilia? I feel like it should be. Hmm. And bestiality at the These same time. These are the hard-hitting questions. The, the, I, I got to explain this to a nine-year-old. Watch me tap dance my way through that. <laughs> uh, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find the uh, Patreon link there and access to all that fun stuff and the... Uh, uh, swag, stuff. tears, all that good <laughs> stuff. In the meantime, you got anything else, amigo? That's it. All right. Four. Buddy in absentia. Jason not in absentia. Suicidal husbands. Uh, fucking ghoulies. When was the last time you watched that movie? Jason says it holds up. Well. In a kitschy. As much as ghoulies of, ever did. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? He's fucking coming out of the toilet, for Christ's sakes. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye-bye. Click my heels and turn.
Keep trying.